All right, good afternoon, folks. I'm your host, Ben Molina, or good evening, you know, night, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, I have a very special guest with me today, Towns. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, everyone, for all the uh, listeners who haven't uh, heard my voice before, this is uh, Towns Josie. I'm an esteemed colleague of Ben Molina. I'm a fellow third year at the University of Virginia, currently majoring in history. Recently accepted into the world-renowned McIntyre Business Institute uh, online. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I provide a bit of a different angle on the finance side of things that Ben's more specializes in. But I can, you know, you know I, I, I'm here to give a more historical pers- 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 perspective on yeah. things that... Yeah. that, that that may be going on in the world of finance and and money and uh, mm-hmm. economies and th- things as such as these. So today we might have a little more flair of uh, you know historical perspective and analysis. To, historical pizzazz, one might say. Yeah, and per- comparisons to other economic downturns that we've had and uh, how yeah. this how this compares to those downturns. <clears throat> and of course, along the way, we'll be sipping on some quality ponies and for those of you who don't know that is uh rolling rock shout out shout out latrobe pennsylvania yep rolling rock which is a very cheap and uh low quality beverage that gets you drunk it's it's the middle class beer to bud lights low class i would say yeah you get some nice tasting notes of uh kind of mushy crackers Mm -hmm. things of that nature yeah so anyway, to start out, big biggest news in the stock market so far today was Gilead took a big drop over news. I think their uh, clinical trial completely flopped, and that brought a lot of the market down with it. Um, so hope you had some puts because you're probably doing well right now. Anyway... And so from my positions, I bought um, a Netflix call yesterday and sold it right before it dropped off and made great move. Not, made, great, fantastic move. Shout out. Made made a whopping $90, then, then turned around and bought an Amazon call, and I'm currently down $500 on that. So that's that's where I'm sitting at. Um um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking up, um, I've got some other things I'm watching. Zoom, Zoom is a big one right now. Zoom is up to 167 and rising. I, I will say this on Zoom to all the listeners out there. I think it, it, it makes sense as a short term investment, but be wary, be, be wary. Cause you know, a lot of other up-and-coming entrepreneurs, other things like that, might be looking towards creating another form of Zoom that ends up being better. Zoom doesn't really seem to have many competitors out there in the market right now. That's right. Be wary of new kind of online meeting platforms coming out there and keep your eye out. I haven't actually even heard of any yet so, so far. It seems like Zoom almost there, has there a, is, a, there, a, there There's GoToMeeting, Yeah, okay. Actually. All right. Well, so, yeah, take a look at GoToMeeting maybe. But Zoom really seems to be having a monopoly but, on the market. Uh, Zoom has – seems like they've patched up some of their privacy issues that brought it down before. So 
Zoom might be a good buy. Oh, Personally, I'm thinking of put, buying some puts on Zoom. Um, but last time I did that, I lost a lot of money. So, might not do that. Um, Want to get into my portfolio a bit? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Talent's portfolio. So, uh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty recent investor. I uh, downloaded the uh, esteemed Robinhood app about two weeks ago. And uh, so far, I'm up from forty dollars. I'm up to about forty three in my portfolio. So, <laughs> I mean, not to brag or anything, but I've been doing pretty well. My uh, favorite stock I've got right now is Cleveland Cliffs. They're actually a uh, Robin Hood free stock of the week, in my opinion. Uh, gotta look towards Cleveland Cliffs right now. This is a small iron ore mining company coming out of the Ohio River Valley, and what 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 Cleveland Cliffs is offering to me is a long-term future investment because the, the way I look at this is we're coming to an election where it's it's looking more and more to me like Donald Trump's going to win and it looks more and more like these 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 cool. classical mining industries that uh, middle America has built their backbone on that that those are going to come through strong when Donald Trump wins again and I mean I'm I'm personally not a fan of the guy but I, I when when you put two dim, dementia ridden brains up against each other on a debate stage, you you're not gonna be getting much on either side, and you know Biden's yeah. gonna. I mean, he's he's not gonna want these miners to keep living, and Trump is, and uh. I mean, I'm gonna hold my nose and vote for Biden. I think I think that's the right thing to do, I and mean, I think most people should be. I mean, if you're a Trump supporter, I don't blame you. You you deserve your vote too. I I I personally would probably be doing the same thing, but it's gonna it's gonna break my heart it, while it I do will it. It'll break my heart, but it'll, it'll break my heart. But I hope he chooses a VP, good VP though, because he they're probably gonna be the president in like a year and a half, tops, <laughs> maybe six months. We'll see what happens. And if his if he if he picks Kamala Harris, Jesus Christ, he's done for. Yeah, if he picks Kamala Harris, Trump is going to win the if election. He, if he wants the racist vote, which, to be honest, is a lot of what America votes based on, he, going with a black woman, not to be... I mean, and not, No, not the to, thing is, it's stupid, because Biden already has a black vote. Like He already has the black vote. He doesn't need to bring on a black woman yeah. to secure the black vote. I think a lot of Biden's... Uh, not to get too much into politics, I know we're straying there right now, but I think a lot of his campaign has been excuse me, kind of steered just towards a, a kind of just pandering. He he really just seems to be, try to pander to anyone he can find. And it, it, yeah, I think does. ultimately it's going to, a lot of middle America is going to see through that and see him for the, for the person he is. I mean, he's not for real change. I mean, he's, he's part of the establishment as much as some oh, of his oh, supporters of might like to say he isn't. I mean, he he's part of the system that Bernie der- brought apart Bernie did what- successfully push him a little farther to the left though I think mm-hmm. I think which is a good thing, and I think Sweet. I think personally he should pick Warren for his VP and that could that could get him some some momentum or Pocahontas as us intellectuals call her <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, yeah um but. Anyway, let's let's take let's go back to the market for a second here. Um, see how spy. Let's see how the S and P is faring so far today. Looks like they are down. They're at two eighty right now. 
I don't know. They're up, actually. Up about 0.5%. So, I mean, it's been a kind of an interesting day on we're, the market since Gilead. We're a little drunk already. They went down, and then they... Wait, what is this chart? They went, they went down, and then they went up, back, back and then up. I think they went back down, and then maybe back up. Cap Towns, let the, let the, let the <laughs> expert... You're, you're the history guy. You're, you're the history guy. Let the expert... They're fluctuating. The spy is fluctuating. Um, but yeah, definitely Amazon, always a good call. It's, it's bouncing back up while the rest of the market's going down. It's a good thing. And if, if Amazon gets to, uh, um, oh, fuck, 2,500 by my birthday, I make a thousand dollars, so that would be a real good birthday. Three present. days, three days from now, too. Yeah. Happy early birthday! Happy early twenty first, twenty first in quarantine to Mister Ben Molina. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the club anyway, though. Nope, psych. Uh-huh. They ain't open. Uh huh. I'm gonna make a club here in my house. Um, I'd I'd also like to make a quick shout out to uh, the essential workers out there. Any of you listening? Delivery drivers, restaurant workers who mm. who are lucky enough to still have a job. Postal workers, mm-hmm. Amazon workers working in those god awful warehouses. Mm-hmm. I mean, every everyone out there really appreciates you, and I think uh, hopefully after this, our country realizes that these supposedly low skilled jobs, as they've really been called, are the essential ones that we need. And I mean, I'll drink to that. I'll cheers to that, man. I'll chug. I mean, to I mean that. there's a the- all right chug break. <laughs> Fresh from the Rockies. Fresh from Latrobe. Um. So, Towns, how do you think this this recession compares to, you know, two thousand eight or even the Great Depression? How would you? In regards to two thousand eight, I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more volatility. I agree. In in two thousand eight, we had the sharp downturn, and, and we had and, a, we had a V shaped recovery. Yeah, and the, the recovery it lasted it lasted quite a long time. I mean, in terms of economic recessions, in terms of the Great Depression, that also took a long time to, the economy took a long time, obviously, to refine itself. As I believe there was also another recession, early into FDR's presidency in thirty four, thirty three. I want to say which really hindered the progress of the New Deal. And we didn't really see that in 2008, but I think with this incoming recession, and it's looking in all likelihood there's going to be a strong downturn, it's going to be very volatile because we're going to have certain places opening up at certain times and others not. So you may see a quick Mm -hmm. uptick when, I don't know, states like Georgia are soon to open up. Dumb move. Very dumb move, I would say. Um, When New York opens up, which is looking like it's going to take a longer time when California opens up, really the powerhouses of the American economy. Mm -hmm. I think when those open up, you'll see a a bit of an uptick, but soon after, we're going to hit another downturn. And yeah, it's it's not looking good. My opinion opinion in terms of this recovery. It's not gonna. We're not gonna see a V-shaped recovery like we did in two thousand eight. It's gonna be more. I agree with what the pundits are saying. It's gonna be Maybe probably W-shaped. Not 
Ooh, that's a... Yeah. I was thinking U-shaped, but so far it has been kind of a W-shaped. W-shaped? Maybe an M-shape? Who knows? Maybe an N-shape, God help us. Who knows? N-shape? What the... F- <laughs> no. Goes up and then it goes back down. I, I, would, I, would, I would go with U-shaped recovery. Maybe W. What part of the U would we be at right now, then? Are we at the top Actually, of the U? Actually, I think it's the W. I think it, no. The W? Hot take. It's a W recovery. And we're in, like, that middle part of the W right now. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I would disagree with that. I'd say we... I've been following say, the markets. Say, what does yeah. the W look like? We're, we're, we're on the kind of... No, we like already that, went to the bottom, and then we recovered a little bit. We're, no, we're still on that little recovery path, in my opinion. And so it's gonna, not, it's so gonna be a. We, oh, you don't think we're at the top of the? We're middle not. At, of the we're w not. Yet. We're not at the top of the middle of the W. You see, and oh, when we okay, hit the okay, downturn okay. of the second hill in the W, you can kind of see it on the pattern in your in your uh, stocks there. Yeah. But when we hit it, it's gonna okay. go a lot deeper. It's gonna be a weird shaped W with one trough a lot bigger. Than right, the other. right. Because all right, this liquidity right. that the Fed just—I'd say in, okay. So, so it, I think it, I, I think we hit the middle part of the W, sometime next week, maybe the end of the next week, and then it's gonna start going down when people when reality kicks in, when all the J-Pal money printing wears off and people realize the economy's not gonna open. I, as soon I think as another thing to gonna look happen. In, to take into account is. A possible second wave of COVID too, because if we do and likely when a second wave hits in probably November or December of this coming year. Oh no, college football. No, it. <laughs> and th- that'll be that's gonna be a tough one to swallow. Um, I know our who's we're probably gonna be in the race for an ACC championship. Fuck Clemson. Go who's fuck Clemson. They were probably going to be in the race for it this year, but besides that, I mean, once once we hit this second wave, of I the like COVID, that. I like what we're on. No one has mentioned a W shaped recovery, but that really is what it well, is. Well, you know, that's the kind of like I, that's the kind of different historical perspective I might bring. See, all these all these old people. No, nothing against boomers or uh, everything against boomers, but but yeah. these people are telling you on CNBC and shit that it's going to be a U shaped recovery, a V shaped recovery. No, it's a W shaped recovery. We went down. W's out here. We went down. We went back oh. up. We're gonna go back down again, and then we're gonna go back up. So keep buying now, then buy your puts, and then when we hit the bottom of the second part of the W, you know, that's when you buy your calls again. <clears throat> that would be my. Yes, that'd be my advice. Also, I I forgot to say this last time. But um, this is very important for me to say. I am not um a licensed um, uh I do not have a CFP or a CFA or anything. I'm I'm not licensed. Yeah, don't take our advice seriously. I'm not licensed to give financial advice, um, and I do not accept legal liability. If you lose if you, money, if you lose money based on my advice, because or I am. Or if you make I, money. But like you can take my advice if you want it, but I'm just saying I have no certifications that authorize me to give like you know financial advice. I I I I am in one of the best business schools in the country, and 
uh, have good, a good GPA, but that does not mean that I have a CFA, CFP, or have uh, passed my... Uh, or even a degree. Uh, yeah, haven't graduated yet. So I don't either, by the way. You can't sue me because I said that. So just to get that away. Now, Boom. Yeah. Chug to that. I'll chug that. Latrobe, mm. mm-hmm. the Paris of Pennsylvania, the as Paris. I like to call it. Yeah. Um. So, what else should we cover? Um. Another stock that I have been uh, that's been kind of fluctuating, but I I liked when I put money into it. I have I own one share myself of Snap. If you ever heard of it, Snap did. Snap's uh, been fluctuating. Snap beat their earnings yesterday but i i, went up a I little do bit. like in in the quarantine kind of area i like the idea of snap because people are at home they're snapping away a lot of ads are shifting to snapchat as we've seen they've got the daily mail on there they've got all these tiktok influencers on there mm-hmm. you know stuff like that i think snap could really see uh maybe a steady kind of snap rise during, during this buy. during this whole quarantine situation i saw some of like 330 million da- daily users um that could, that could be yeah. going up too yeah. that's yeah. that's about the population yeah. of america i mean we get china on there up that to 550 easy snap definitely wants to appeal to china easy. just like disney all right, so we're hitting the 17-minute mark. We're going to take a short break, chug a few more beers, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome back. We're a little bit drunker and um, got some more things to talk about. Yeah, uh, one first thing I wanted to throw in was uh, just uh, coming on like my uh, his history uh, like side of things. Um, today in uh, history, the uh, Soviet Union busted their asses all the way into Berlin. So uh, shout shout out Joseph Joseph uh, Stalin for uh, liberating the Germans, but in reality. Yeah, you might not hear this everywhere. They didn't really liberate. They did a lot of raping, pillaging, murdering, that kind of thing. You know, they did that. But uh, they were uh, they were kind of getting back at them. They were getting back at old Adolf. And uh, no, but shout out to that kind of the end of the getting towards the end of the uh, end of World War Two. I guess it would be the uh, sixty, uh, the eighty. It's almost the seventy fifth anniversary of that. I believe if I'm doing my mathematics correctly there, I'm not... He's not a big math guy. I'm not the biggest math whiz on the planet, but, you know, I make up for it in my uh, other soirees of, of things. But, yeah. So, we kind of wanted to... Delve- Wait, so as we speak, Amazon is continuing to climb back up from its previous drop. Up to almost 2%. It dropped down all the way to... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it dropped and then it came back up. Not quite a W like we were talking about earlier, which is, I mean, what... That's the overall economy. We're gonna see it. If, if, you're, if you don't agree with the W uh, kind of the W market, then... 
get get out of our faces, man. I mean, just, <laughs> just get out of here. Like, learn some macroeconomic trends, okay? It's yeah. going to be a W. So, anyway, over the break while we were drinking, we were um, <clears throat> thought we would discuss some of our thoughts about what the government's done right in response to coronavirus and what they can do to help fix the economy. Um, on sure. one hand, I think uh, Jerome Powell's money printing uh and in some ways it's a good thing yo how that money printer go it go burr yeah yeah. it go burr y'all he printed the fuck out of a lot of money and um i mean it pumped the stock market as we can all tell but the long-term effects of that could be questionable you know inflation and there, I think there's some moral hazard involved in that. In my opinion, that he was, was he was putting a Band-Aid on a broken leg. Yeah, well said. Well uh, said. I mean, they, they're pumping in basically what's going to end up being worthless money. And the whole thing with... The uh, whole thing with this money going to corporations that should be going to small businesses is really, it's just... It's, that's the moral hazard. That's the moral hazard. It's, it's not good. I mean, you look at small businesses in our hometown of Charlottesville, and I've already heard of an iconic steakhouse, the Downtown Grill, and the Downtown Mall being closed due to stuff like this. And I mean, if, if, if stimulus from the government could have been better for these small businesses, I, th- I think we would have seen... A better, uh, better stuff for these for these restaurants. They did just release three hundred billion more for small businesses. Though. See, my my problem with that is <laughs> my problem with that is how how do we know that's going to small businesses? I I, I don't I don't trust that because I mean I I just you don't, don't trust the government. I don't trust the government. I I don't I don't. And if you do, then <laughs> pardon my French, but you might just be a fucking sheep if you do. Well, someone's a little tipsy. <sighs> yep, something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think overall you can't blame Jerome Powell. I think he did the right thing. It was unprecedented. That was the most quantitative easing we've ever seen. Bigger than two thousand eight. I think two thousand eight was a little more calculated and not just like printing a shit ton of money. Um, and that's still, it still worked. Um, but this, this is a different time. This is a bigger yeah. recession. So in, in turn, in my opinion, in, t- in terms of long term, I think we need to start looking back to some of the policies implemented uh, by FDR after the Great Depression and the kind of reinvestment in American infrastructure. I mean, so many people around the country know that there's infrastructure is just crumbling, especially in places that have just been kind of left by the wayside. I mean, you look at these states that haven't done very well for themselves, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, all these mid- middle American countries, states, they're not countries. <laughs> Pardon that. I'm sorry, my silly self. But if we look at a large government infrastructure plan i mean that that, stuff like that is what's gonna create jobs when i mean we're looking at the greatest numbers of unemployment 26 million unemployed 26 million unemployed i don't know the exact percentage why i think that's a little bit less than the 25 percent there was in the great depression but i mean that's an unprecedented amount of numbers 
of people without jobs. And I mean, you start these big infrastructure programs, and I think they really could have a good It's close effect. to the Great Depression numbers in terms of just, like, numbers, though. Even that, it's yeah. more, more probably in numbers, but... But less, less percentage-wise, yeah. Because the population well, is that's, bigger. That's such damn free letters, am I right? <laughs> I mean, I'm getting unemployment. Yeah. But in my in my opinion, I mean, a strong investment in infrastructure, whether that be fixing highways, fixing bridges. I know there's a bridge. Growing up, my family would go down to South Carolina. There's a bridge every year. We go down it, and it's called in that area, outside of Beaufort, South Carolina. It's called the Sinking Bridge, because it is literally sinking, and nothing has been done to fix that in 15 years yep and it's some something like that just as simple as that i mean you put something like that you can put 500 people in that area who've lost their work you can put them to work there and i mean i know i'm probably simplifying it and that makes it sound a little sound not as tough as it is but i mean you you got to get people back to work somehow and i think a large government investment as as Trump said he would do in his first election campaign in 2016, he s- proposed a large investment into American infrastructure, and it never happened. And I think it's something that could easily be passed bar- by, by, by bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisanly. Yeah, that's the word. And how about his re- response to the coronavirus, too? I mean, come on. I mean, he's a joker, dude. He's a joker. He's, He's going to be our president for another four years. Another interesting thing. Hopefully not. Another interesting I don't, I don't thing think will. I, I think, might add. I think Joe can get it. I might add is his refusal, refusal I say. I take no responsibility. No, no, no. Not, this is actually his refusal to give funding to the United States Postal Service who would in turn help and allow for mail-in ba- balloting. What do you think Everyone about that? be careful and watch out because he's breaking this election. This coming election, I would be very worried and I would not be surprised if we find ourselves having no election. And I mean, in terms of unprecedentedness, that's the most unprecedented it gets in the history of America. We've never not had an election. Yeah. Especially and I mean, it, people make it, 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 it's really a a sad day we live in and if we even looking back on even past pandemics such as the 1918 spanish flu i mean we just find people have been trying to compare it to that but i i really personally i just can't understand those comparisons because it was in such a different time in such a different situation the only Mm. reason that really broke off like it did it started in a pig farm in kansas and was sent overseas because of world war one now, if World War One isn't going on, that kind of that that sickness likely stays local, and it doesn't pop off kind of like how it did, and all over yeah. the world, I believe, the ended up number twenty million dead. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and in the United States right now, compared to other countries' efforts, we seem like a fucking third world country wearing makeup like you mean like <laughs> fucking in peru they have sanitization s- stations everywhere in south korea they were testing every out, citizen out the wazoo out, out the wazoo just to keep Ma- people maryland safe. 
had to get an order of 500,000 tests from South Korea because the federal government wouldn't provide them. Yeah. So the, the fucking patriots had to send their fucking plane to South Korea to get um, masks because the president wouldn't give them to hey, him. Hey, if you wouldn't mind, would you like to get into a tad bit of sports talk for a second? What is your prediction for the Buccaneers record this coming season now that they have Rob Gronkowski added on to Rob, Rob Tom Brady 12? That's fake news. No, that's it. That, that that went through. That happened. But no, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> and Rob got, Gronk is yeah, that? Yeah, Gronk is on the Buccaneers. Bullshit. No, that was tweeted by... No, it's real. It's that real. That was Barry McCockner. No, it's not Barry McCockner. It's real. No, it's not. Dude, well, it actually is real. Show, show, I'll show you an ESPN Show me a reliable source. All right, this is recorded, so everyone just know it's about two days after it happened. Gronk, ben still believes Gronk is not on the Bucks. He's not. <laughs> Buy your first Rob Gronkowski Buccaneers jersey right here. Yeah, Bucks Nation. That's the Bucks. That's... Rob Gronkowski. Why he came back? What he weighs on? Ready to put on weight for NFL return? Rob Gronkowski on the Patriots. Okay, okay, nine and seven. Nine and seven. How about the Patriots? What do you say? I think the Patriots are going six and ten. Yeah, I. I, I uh, I'd say seven and nine. And. Maybe this is a hot opinion. Probably not a hot take. Tom Brady is fucking washed. No. That he, guy could no, barely throw a pass longer than 30 yards last season. His defense carried him all the way to, uh, what, the divisional yeah. round of the playoffs where he got smacked by the no, Titans. If it, if it was, Shout out Derrick Henry. If it was, what was his name? Um, who was the Bucks' old quarterback? Jameis Squinston. Yeah, if it was Jameis Squinston with Rob Gronkowski, I think they'd go 12-4. and four. I do, too. Unprecedented. Led the league in touchdowns and, and in interceptions. interceptions. Never heard anything like it. What a beast. Sorry, we're getting kind of off topic. We've had a little, a little too many ponies. But, um, we and miss we, sports. Sorry, people. <laughs> we all do. I miss gambling. That's why I'm gambling in the market. Um. Gamble on esports. Amazon still climbing back up. That's a good sign. Um, another stock to look out for Anheuser Busch because who ev- isn't drinking right now? Yeah, everyone is. If you're not drinking, maybe you're smoking. If you're not smoking and you're sober, if honestly, if you are living through this in- entire quarantine completely sober, I pray for you. Yeah, I mean that—that that is some sad, sad, sad stuff. You think about, I guess the people who are not drinking or not smoking are probably up fucking protesting in front of state capitals. <laughs> Jeez, those fucking people. Yeah, shout out to those retards. I hope they all get coronavirus. Hey, hey, hey. Keep, let's, keep it, let's keep it a little politically correct here. Sorry. What can I say, man? I'm edgy. You knew that mm. when you brought me on, Mr. Ben Molina. Yeah, I did. I did. Ooh, spy up oh spy go took a big uh jump while we were off break. It's at two eighty one now. Uh that's good. That's looking good for the S P. Talking so, for well, my prediction all right, here's my prediction going back to the What du- do you think the, on spy? The W recovery again. I think um we're still in so if you think of a W, right? 
You got the the first. We're on the middle. Let me let me. We're on the first up of the W. We're on the first. No, so the W goes down, and we're on the first up of the W. But we haven't hit the peak of the up of the W. I think that happens sometime mid time next week or at the end of next week. I personally would would put it a little bit later than that. Maybe later. I think I think we're gonna see a bump when states start reopening, and that'll last until I would say we'd hit the top of the W, in almost as late as July August. No, no, I think I think it's coming quicker than that. I'd say almost late as July and August. And uh, look, look, look can I, may I defend my opinion here? Yeah, of course. Almost as late as July and August, because we'll see these places reopening, and it's gonna be. And it's I mean, gonna not, fail. It, it, that's fair, but and that's gonna bring the W down. But I had this on the tip of my head earlier. I forgot it. Um, oh my why? <laughs> one thing I did just see on the ticker: we have CNBC uh, passing on buys. We're watching Roku up three per, or up three point five points today. Maybe a good buy. Roku puts out great TVs. I'm a big fan of Roku. Roku is a good buy. It's on Jim Cramer's picks. So yeah, I mean, people are buying TVs. But no, I do think the W will last a little bit longer. And that we're, we're going to see that drop off of the W possibly even when we hit that second wave. Because the second, once everything gets back reopened, and people will still technically be social distancing and everything and trying to social distance, which I... And a complete proponent for. I think it's a cultural thing. This thing is going to last way longer in the United States because we are selfish. Because we got because we got that freedom, baby. We're selfish and we don't like other places. Like China, people are. It's a, it. Their culture is about community. Yeah. No, China's government tells them to run and they fucking sprint. Which no, and it's their culture is about community. It's about looking out for one yeah. another. No, we are a very individualistic culture compared to their collectivistic culture. Yeah, which means Western countries are not as is willing to embrace social well, inter- distancing. Interestingly, I think you've seen even a difference between other Western countries. I mean, you look at places like Italy, France, not so much the UK, which I think is more individualistic than the rest of mainland Europe. Mm. Italy did, 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 did well with... Italy did do well. I mean, I, I think initially a lot of people there weren't taking it very seriously, but as things have... Ooh, Amazon up 40 points. Not bad. They're yeah. getting up there. Um, but at, at, as, as things got worse, people realizing, I mean, they've been on lockdown for, I guess it's almost twice as long as we have. And I mean, you think you have people in Italy in masks standing outside of their state capitals with assault rifles? Fuck no. Come on! Get out of here! Get out of here! Forget about it. No nah, way. I mean, it, uh, the our American culture is something that really is quite interesting. And it's a that the combination of our culture and this virus is a disaster. And the current political. Uh, and yeah, realm. and their president. Those three is a fucking mixture. It's a perfect storm. One thing too, I'd like to say that made me angrier than probably anything I saw this week was Donald Trump tweeting "Liberate Virginia." Ah, uh, <laughs> the him, fuck! Him, him tweeting that is just so out of the realm. I believe our our governor Ralph Northam, who I was apprehensive about voting for because I thought Tom Perriello was a much better candidate. 
But saying that, I think he's done a great job. He is a medical doctorate, had his blackface on back in medical school. I mean, not great, but... Not a good look at all. Not a good look. But he's done a good job. I mean, you look at Maryland, has a much higher case rate than we do. North Carolina. Yeah. Georgia. surrounding states. Horrible. I have a cousin myself in Georgia who had COVID, said it was one of the worst things he's gone through in his life. And it's not like we're fucking... Lock, the, our lockdown is that serious. We can still go outside. We don't yeah. have a curfew. Yeah. I mean, I, I, commi- I commend to Ralph Northam because he's done a good job. And you know what? Fuck Trump for trying to sell people to come liberate and come protest. There was one protest at the Capitol in Richmond I read about, and there were 50 people there. Fuck so if that. you're one of those 50, I yeah, hope you get it. go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, and I hope you get it. Get a ventilator before they run out. Okay, that's a little... But I hope you don't die. I was going to just say, I hope all your puts, your calls expire worthless, but... Yeah, sorry. I can get a little antsy when it comes to politics. <laughs> as many of my friends know. Um... Well, I think that might just about wrap it up. Um, uh, ending with Amazon at 24.02. Netflix, which I don't give a fuck about anymore, at 4.27. S&P at 2.80. And closing bell coming up in about... 50 minutes. I want to say uh, thank you to Bimelina for having me on. I've had a wonderful time. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. I hope uh, some of my tips and tricks. and Hey, keep an eye out on Cleveland Cliffs. Iron Ore coming back up. Mm-hmm. But uh, everyone, yeah, just stay safe out there. I mean, commend your essential workers who you see. I mean, you see me, got someone delivering you food. Give them a tip of the cap. Give them an old tip of the cap room. Yeah, tip your rest. Tip the restaurants if you're ordering. If you're ordering takeout. Yeah, if you don't tip, don't. go fuck yourself. Just tip. Just be nice. Spread love in these times. Everyone needs it. Um, so that yep, that's Ben Molina signing off. Um, what's this? What's this podcast called again? Drunk. Um, uh, I'm drunk. I don't know, but drunk sober. Hope you enjoyed. See you tomorrow.